everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The More Money Show. I'm here with Jean Andrus, the menopause guru, and I'm so excited for this interview because we squeeze this in. Jean's in a, a parking lot, so we can do this interview <laughs> because she's about ready to come to Denver and do a live event with me and uh, have a one-on-one, -on -one really, weekend. And I knew, I know for sure, she knows this too, that after this weekend, she's going to be a whole other version of herself. So there's this little moment to capture this, this big growth because growth has been happening so fast. So I'm excited to talk about that. Welcome, Jean. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, even though this is, like you said, sort of shoehorned in into, in a whole bunch of other things going on. It's great to be with you today. Oh, it's awesome. I'm so excited. So last week, you know, it was interesting. I was telling Jean before we started the interview, I said, I had all these questions lined up before our last interview, but things had shifted so much, even in like the week or two that I'd written those questions. And we talked about last time, you know, Jean stepping into the fear and getting through the project, which let's just take a second. The huge project that we talked about on the last show is completely over. It's done. It's awesome. How does that it feel? It's done. It's so freeing. I think, and it's interesting because I've been in and out of Manifest 10K and you kept saying the word that you wanted to feel was free. Mm -hmm. And it just hit me as you asked that question that that's really the feeling that I have gotten from completing this big thing that was sort of hanging over my head. It was an old, old energy, old stuff, old bad stuff hanging around. And I f just feel so totally released by having completed that. It's amazing. Yay. I'm so excited for you. So many doors are opening right now because of that release. There's space now, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So when I talk about, you know, we kind of talked about last time walking through this fear that came up as Jean, um, got to, has gone through the project and gotten to the other side of it. And as I was looking back at the questions, it was really cool because I could see all of these things that were so good that then sort of led to this um, place of being afraid to step into that next step, right? It got bigger and that's okay. That's what happens, but often we don't see it because everything looks so good that we're like, why would we why would we have this place where we hit a bump, right? So I'm just going to go through these and we'll talk a little bit about each one. And then we're going to talk about how you're doing Manifest 10K this time. And I'm so excited because it's the perfect time because um, I can't just, I can't even wait till we get there. But you said <laughs> something to me that was so magical. You're like, this is the perfect time to do it because now I'm the person that things work for. Yeah. Um, I've always been the person who had to fight and to, or I thought I had to fight and scrape and claw to make things work for. And of course, you know, you and I started working together because like so many of the people who come to you, it's because things, you, you see this thing called law of attraction and you say, it's working for so many other people. Why isn't it working for me? 
And so I was the person for whom things didn't work out. And what I found in the last few weeks is that I am the person for whom things work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and so let's go. I love it. I'm excited. Well, just what's the total in 30 days, 20 days? Uh, yeah, it's from March 30th to today. I believe it's $8,038 and 60 some cents. I found 11 cents this morning. Awesome. I love <laughs> Just it. laying on the floor. <laughs> so it's currently, oh, yay. It's currently April 20th. So we're talking about 20 days, $8,000. It's awesome. And I think you're right. Like a lot of times people look at people and they, they would look at you right now. Like if we just told that part of the story and I just said, yeah, Jean manifested $8,000 in 20 days. Um, then other people look at that and I go, well, why doesn't that work for me in 20 days? Well, yeah, it's $8,000 in 20 days after we've done a lot of other groundwork, right? <laughs> yeah, let, let's say eight, th- eight, 20 days in two years. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is awesome because now, now the ball's rolling. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of the things that I saw that sort of happened to lead you, like start leading you down the path. So tell us, it was just, man, it was maybe like a month ago, at the most six weeks ago, you had told this story about being in a bookstore. Would you share that with everybody? So I was in, I'm, I am a researcher. I love to research. I love to read. I love to find new stuff. And there's also that imposter syndrome that says, if you read enough of other people's stuff, you don't need to, you'll, you'll be as smart as them or as knowledgeable as them. So I'm, I love my Barnes and Nobles. In fact, I'm sitting outside of one right now. And I had gone just because, and I was walking through the bookstore and I saw first one book and it was by an author that I knew. And I knew he had done a lot of good stuff on brain work. And so I picked it up and I started leafing through it. And I realized that I knew everything in his book. I knew he wasn't going to be saying any, there wasn't any groundbreaking stuff that I needed to know. I knew all this stuff and I used it with my clients and I make changes in people's lives because of what he's, some of what he said in other books, but also some of the other stuff that I've just absorbed and created on my own by melding different pieces of my own knowledge and my reading and my work with other women. So I'm like, I don't need this book. I don't need to spend $25 here. And then I walked over to another book, another section, and there was a book on women's hormones. And I flipped it open and I saw what she had said about menopause. And I'm thinking, I know twice as much as this woman does about the way our hormones affect us and what that means for us to be. And so I'm, I'm like, I don't need this book either. And I walked out and I actually bought a novel and walked out to my car and I'm sitting there reading this novel and I'm realizing two years ago, I would have been the person who had to have both of those books because there might be something in them that I didn't have. And then I realized I had it all. I have the knowledge I need, and I know where the resources are if there's something I need to know more, 
but I don't need to rely on other people anymore. I have the basics and I have everything I need. Absolutely. I love that because this is often I'll get questions about people will say like, well, how do I step into the being? Because the being is really where that magic happens, right? This is part Mm -hmm. of the being that's led you to being the person who things work for, right? Right. Yeah. And so tell me how that felt to realize, felt to realize, yeah, that you, you were the person who knows and to own that in a whole other way. It's allowed me to step into conversations in a way that I couldn't before. The way that I would feel like I needed to go look something up or uh, cross-reference my own perception with somebody else. And I still do that. I mean, there are times when I need to look something up. But I really feel differently about how I'm able to give the knowledge to the other people that I'm the women I'm working with, the women I'm talking to, the conversations I have are at a different level now. That's awesome. So good. So that's one of stepping in. Um, and as you step in, then other things happen. So one of the things that happened for you that was really cool in this whole pre, pre fear storm, I'm just going to call it, I'm going to call it what it is. Well, it, what it was, right? And that was the only thing was like to ride out the storm, right? And, and you just had to hang on and keep, keep going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, was that you got quoted in an article in Awakenings and they found you. You didn't seek this out. You didn't look to, you know, how can I quote in these things? They just found you, right? Right. Right. And I so, think, go ahead. I was going to say, so it's interesting because now I'm, people are, I, I show, people show up on my page and say, can I quote you? Can I put you in this magazine? Can I talk to you about this? Would you like to be part of this uh, interview series? Can we get a quote for this magazine or that show or whatever? And it's partly owning that knowledge and owning that I am the person who has this really specialized and very deep set of knowledge about it and am confident in giving my opinion. Yes, that's awesome. And you reminded me of a, of a conversation of a coaching session that happened not too long before this article was where, um, I don't remember exactly what it was you wanted to do, but you wanted to make a new lead magnet or a new list or something um, because you were, you were thinking in that moment, you're afraid, well, people don't know what I do because they're not sending people to me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Isn't it like, that feels like so long ago. And I really, I think it was, I don't even know what I was going to do. I know. Well, it was good because you're at the place where, you know, we've talked about in past interviews where you came and you said, yeah, instead of just doing it because you thought it was a good idea, right? In the middle of coaching, you said, hey, let's talk about this. Let Tell me if you think this is a good idea. And when we were able to get to the bottom of it, it was really about trying to get, it was that, it was coming from that place of, I don't think you were acting desperate, but it was that desperate energy of trying to get people to see, hey, I do this. And the conversation we had and how we kind of shifted that was you have to show up in a different way. And I think these are two beautiful examples of how you did that. And the results are people are now coming to you. Exactly. So fun. 
so then there was the um, wine glasses. You want to talk about this? So I think this is so big in terms of beingness. Yeah. So I want to, to do retreats because I think we as women need some, sometimes need that circle of feeling that we're, we're talking directly to, to each other. And we had been talking about doing them and I've had a couple of abortive attempts at organizing something and they didn't work. And so I was reading my daily Michael's flyer, which comes to my email. And it said, we're doing these big lots of uh, wine glasses. And I just casually mentioned to you that I was going to do these and have somebody paint something on them for a retreat I had planned. And the the feeling was, and my feeling was, it didn't matter that I was going to buy 12 of them because I was, the people were going to show up. And it was the first time I ever really didn't say, well, I'm going to wait until the very last minute until I know how many people are coming and I know how many people are, are going to show up because I knew that what I was offering was so valuable that the people were going to show up and it didn't matter whether they showed up at this retreat or another retreat. It was all just going to work out again. It was the whole thing of I'm the person for whom these things work. I love that. It's so powerful and such a shift, right? And even though now, um, because what happened, you know, the, over the last month, you needed to take care of the, the situation and thing that you needed to take care of. And so the retreat was I don't know, supposed to be in a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it didn't happen. But I want to know, like, how do you feel about that? And how do you feel now about those 12 wine glasses? Because I think that's important. Well, the twi- 12 wine glasses are, are still there and they say possibilities because that's what I help women look for is the possibilities in their lives. And they're already, already sitting there waiting for this retreat to happen. And now it's, it, we're playing, I'm playing with dates because I live in New Orleans and it's hot here in the summer. <laughs> so I'm playing with dates and playing with locations. And I know it's just going to be the perfect time with the perfect women. And it's going to happen when it's right for it to happen. Mm. And how does that feel different knowing, okay, I know it's coming and, and it might be a little longer than I thought, but I know it's going to happen versus the desperately wanting to be able to create it that's happened in the past. Yeah, it's, it's so much, it's so much easier and freer. I, it goes back to that word free. It's, I know that everything is working in its time and in its place. And that if, if it's one person who comes and spends the weekend here with me, or it's 12 people who meet me in New England in the fall, it's going to be the perfect time for the right people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's just so different. It's just, I, it's almost impossible to recapture the feeling that I had before where I was desperate to make it all work. 
And I don't want it. want that feeling anyway. Right. And I love, I love that you said that because so often, I mean, that was something that I think consumed a lot of you, that feeling. And Mm -hmm. now what I love is, and this is what happens when we go through the work and we do all the work and we get to the other side is that it's hard to even remember. I'll say this to people and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I I don't, I remember it was bad but I don't remember what it felt like. (laughs) And, and frankly, when you, when you try and pull that feeling back Mm -hmm. and it, and it starts to come up, you're, you're like, I don't need that. I don't want it. Yeah. And why should I bother being that person again? Um, It took me a long time. A lot of, a lot of people talk about say, talking about the story of how you got to do what you do. And, Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to step out of the, the person who was struggling with menopause in order to be the person who's tamed menopause. I like the word tame. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you go back and you tell the story and you, it's hard to not drop into those feelings at first. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly the same thing here is it's hard now it's hard to drop into those feelings. I can tell the story of how I got through menopause because I need to be able to tell that story. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure I need to be able to tell the story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're right. Oh, that's such a good point. Like, you don't need to tell. Like, we don't, this is the last time we'll tell it. It's the last time I'll ask about it. <laughs> um, because yeah, you don't need it and it's, and it's gone. And it's, I just love the way it really, when it's gone, it's gone. It's, it's, yeah. it's no more like there's not even the memories of it even fade. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Um, so there was something that you said, and I think this was, a, this was an important step in our coaching that led to this big place where you had to go through this, you know, and come out on the other side the fear storm. We can just call it what it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. said one day, you know, and this was actually about the retreat. Now I remember when it, when I said it and mm-hmm. I said, I was asking you questions about the retreat because you were really, you wanted, you want, we wanted to figure it out and how can we do it and what's the best way to get it to happen in May. Right. And you said, I realize you're not challenging me. You're simply getting information. Yeah. You want to talk so- about that? So what you asked, I, I think you asked a couple of things. And one of the things you asked was, what do you want to get out of this retreat? And um, I felt myself go, I, I, WTF, you know, what the, what is she challenging me about this? Why is, why is she asking me this? Doesn't she know what I want to get out of this? And you, you really are pushing me right back to those feelings, um, which is good. I remember the feelings. Fortunately, I'm not trying. I'm I'm not falling into them. But I felt challenged, and I felt like I was being questioned, and I was not. If I said if I said the wrong thing, what would happen? And I was still trying to be the good student, the right student, the one who knew the answers. And then I realized that something just clicked. And it was, wait a minute. 
she doesn't, she's not in my head. She's not, she doesn't know what I want to get out of this retreat. Is it a money thing or is it a service thing or is it both or whatever it is? But the question wasn't a challenge. The question wasn't, you have to get this right or I won't help you. It was, let's figure out what you want to get and then let's get it. And it was just a total release of that need to be the perfect student, I guess, for me. Yeah. But it was also allowing myself to step into a place where I could totally be coached about what it was I wanted. I could have told you I wanted a million dollars from that, and you would have said, okay, let's figure out how to get it. Absolutely. Or I, I could have said... <laughs> I want 16 people here. And you'd say, okay, let's figure out how to do it. Or I could have said, um, I want seven people who are going to come and clean my house. <laughs> and you would have said, okay, we can figure out how to, how to do that. And it didn't matter. Right. All you wanted was, let's, what's your goal? And let's figure out how to get it. And it wasn't anything. I couldn't have, I, I couldn't have had a wrong answer to that. Yes. I love that. And what is that knowledge of like realizing like, oh, it's not about a right or wrong answer. It's about whatever the answer is and, and I'll support you and coach you to get there. What has that opened up for you in terms of coaching and seeing possibilities and being coached and creation? I think for, for one thing, it's, it's opened up more I just realized it's opened up more possibilities for me in terms of working with my own clients and coaches. Um, their goals are their goals, and I don't have to feel that they're right or wrong goals. Mm. I can just help them get there. So that's one thing that I just realized as we were talking. But I think in terms of my own ability to be coached, it it's again, it's very freeing because I don't have to look for the right answer. I don't have to worry about what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. I can just tell you what is in my heart and head. Absolutely. So good. Um, and I think that opened up to the next thing where you were really even more open to saying, um, because I remember, I don't know what the thing was, right? You're like, I want to do this, but I want to check in. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And you're like, no, no, I want to check in about it um, because <laughs> I, I don't trust, like my instincts are kind of all over the place right now. And so I love that because I think our instincts in a lot of ways or in the past when we've gone through certain things and we've lived a certain life, I think they're based on survival and they're so, we want to do certain things because we think it's going to get us where we want to go. So talk about, feeling like your instincts were off and and how being open to sharing and 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 clarification was was helpful well I think and this actually happened in our last coaching call because we as as students of our business as students of business and sales we hear a lot of things and there's probably 16,000 different ways of doing it and 16,000 different messages in our heads and so we don't always know whether it's coming from our head or our heart or our education if I 
can say it that way. Yes, I love that. So is this coming from the last seven webinars I went to to find the last, the next greatest thing, or is this coming from an instinct that says, this is the way to reach out to the women I want to reach and who need my help? So one of the things that has developed in this very close relationship that you and I have is you have a much better understanding of the person I'm trying to reach than a lot of people do, and sometimes even than I do. And so I can check my instincts against, or my thoughts against your understanding of that person. And then we can have a discussion about whether or not that's coming from a place of service to her or a place of service to the last webinar I heard. I love that you said it that way because <laughs> it's so true because we've discussed before, you tried a lot of things, right? And when people are struggling, like they're always jumping on that next webinar, right? And so right. you have everybody's information in your head. And yeah, I love that. you. And it's when we can, when you as a client can come in and say, okay, I'm going to turn this over, like not turn it over, but I'm going to lay it out for you. And I'm, and I'm going to fully hear what you have to say is that your instincts can get better. Because then you, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Talk about that. I was going to say, because this, this week I had, I, I was wondering whether or not to do something in terms of reaching out to someone who I had talked to. And there are coaches who've said to me, well, this is what you do here. This is the follow-up you use. And I kept thinking, well, is that right or is that wrong? And how should I do it? And so my instinct was really half and half. And I wasn't sure. And I brought it to you and we talked about it and we decided this is the way to go. And maybe this is the way this, there's something different in, a, in the future, but this is the way we want to go with this one. And it's, just so much easier to have another voice outside of you listening to your words and saying, where are those words coming from? And you very so clearly saw that it was coming from an, one of those oddball voices in my head mm -hmm. and not, not my connection with this particular person. Mm, I love the way you said that. Um, I know, so we're going to start to wrap up. So talking, but I want to touch on this. Um, so then, you know, you came to me and most of the times when, when a client who's worked with me for this long says, well, I, I've been reading Manifest 10K and I want to do it. I'd say, we're past that sometimes. I think <laughs> I said that to you in the past. And yes, you have. <laughs> this time I said, yeah, go for it. Let's do it. And so talk about the revelation, the revelation that you had reading uh, Manifest 10,000 and then sort of your manifest 10k journey up to this point. So this is pretty, I, I thought this was pretty cool. I, I read, um, I listen to books on my way across the causeway fairly frequently. And I decided I was going to listen to manifest 10k. It's, it's a long drive. It's a 24 mile drive and there's some things to look at, but it's also, it can get to be a really boring drive, especially at night. 
So I was going to listen to Manifest 10K, and I listened to it once, and then I listened to it a second time, and I was starting across the bridge on the third time, and you the the chapter one is just sort of your introduction, and then in chapters two and three, I think you talk about the things that we've all done wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm listening to it, and I'm like dang, I have to turn this off because right now I'm listening to the things that you do wrong. I already know what what I've done wrong. I need to stop and listen to the right stuff. Yes. So I actually pulled over and there's some crossovers and I actually pulled over in a crossover that didn't have a police officer in it and changed the, the chapter to the right chapter. So I wasn't listening. I was no longer listening to the wrong stuff. I was listening to how you do it right. And it, it was really kind of funny because it was like, I don't want that voice coming into my head, even though it was, you know, it, it's your stories and the good stuff. And, but it was just like, here's what you do wrong. And I'm thinking, I don't want to hear that anymore. <laughs> right. Well, once you're clear, I mean, I think we only need to, that is, I love that you brought this up because some people get stuck there. It's like, oh, this is what happens, right? I have to tell you in Manifest 10,000, I have to tell the reader in general, like, so that they can figure out what they've done wrong. But exactly right. what you said, once you figured it out, <laughs> whether we're talking about Manifest 10,000 or something else, if you know what it is, then you get a change in. And so that was such a pivotal moment. I love that you did that. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the fun thing about it is that since, since that I actually went online and got the 10 manifest 10 K program and started it. And as I said, at the beginning of this, uh, this thing in the first week, I, this, this one is kind of actually fun is that in the first week I had manifested just 830 some dollars, $32 and some odd cents. And I thought I, you know, I was like on the way to the bank with the change and with the bucket of change for, um, to cash out for my trip that I just took and I'm thinking, wouldn't it be cool if I could manifest a thousand bucks in less than a week? And I walked in and when the change, when she handed me the slip of paper, the two numbers added up what I'd already manifested and what I was going to manifest, what I needed to manifest to hit a thousand. It was 37 cents over a thousand dollars. That's awesome. <laughs> it was so fun. Yes. And I think, the funnest thing about those moments and you could share what's the funnest for you is like, it's that like, Oh yeah, I got this. It's working. It's definitely working. Right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, and then I proceeded to manifest a huge chunk of money that in the past week or so. And it's just been thing after thing after thing. And I know this is, it's not going to be just 10,000 because it's only been a month and I'm well up there. It's going to be more than that. And it's, it's going to be all those things that I need to have happen in my life or want to have happen in my life. They're all happening. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you feel that more and more every day? Every day. It's awesome. So cool. Um, 
I had one more question, which has slipped me. It was about manifest 10 K. Oh, because you're the person that it works for now. Right. So that right. is, you just, you know, that you own that. And how does that feel to just be the person, you know, things work for? It's so much easier. And it's not just that I'm the person that things work for. I'm the person the universe supports. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I was out here on my own. Mm -hmm. And I know the universe supports me because you support me. Mm -hmm. And my husband supports me. And those are, are huge factors in knowing that everything is going to work out in its own time, in its own space, but it, I'm never going to be left without the resources I need. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, any final thoughts you want to share about this journey to getting to this really awesome spot? I think the, I think the biggest thing is the same thing that I tell women that, that are looking to, to get through menopause it is so much easier to do any of this with the support of somebody who's been there mm -hmm. absolutely i could not agree more it makes all the difference right it really does yeah cool well thank you for being with us i am so excited to uh see you literally in about 24 hours after this interview yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, maybe 26 but <laughs> yes and by the t when this interview comes out you probably probably will have seen or definitely look for the 100k photo shoot pictures with Jean because Jean even though this is $8,000 in this last um you know 20 days and feels like this program's working she did manifest over $114,000 last year um, yeah that was kind of nice <laughs> yeah that was that's awesome and so we have definitely talked about that and um both are just as significant and important i think that 114 felt like okay this is working but i think that there's something even though the number at this moment is $8,000 which is amazing feels even bigger than that 114 the difference is that I set the intention to manifest the 100,000 last year. Actually, it was a 150 before taxes that I set out, and the 115 was tax, basically tax-free. Um, the, the biggest difference, I think, is that this was a deliberate decision to manifest not only manifest it but to see it manifesting as it happened mm -hmm. and i didn't do that with the hundred thousand i it was sort of an after effect that i noticed that i had just done it mm -hmm. and this has been so totally deliberate and i i won't say that this is all magic some of this money i did something to create um but you're the person it wouldn't have happened if, if I hadn't paid the attention. Yes. Yeah. And you, and be the person who, who feels like they are powerful enough to create it. Yes. Yes. Awesome. I love it. Well, we're going to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. I know you have a Toastmasters meeting to get to. So thanks for joining us. Thank you to all of our listeners. Make sure you check out Jean at menopause.guru. 
and uh, check out her next interview for sure in the Year of Growth series, as well as join us next week for another great story. Thanks so much for having me, Cassie. It's so much fun, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.